You are traumatizing me right it. Yes, now. Yes. How's your energy? Bad. Can't wait. I do know it. Two days slow. That's what it is. I got a throat thing. I'm sorry. It's just from now on, consider the fact that she's got a throat thing. Sorry. Moving on. It is a week late, but we're on a yes, roll here. Sorry. At least it's not two weeks late. Mm, that would have been even worse. But um, hello again. It's I now pronounce you mom and dad podcast. <laughs> you almost forgot. Let's change the name. Sure. Okay, so back again. We weren't planning on doing this again. I don't think we ever plan on doing it. And then it just kind of happens, right? We plan to not do it. And then we decide last minute that we really have to do this. If we weren't going to do it now, we weren't going to do it at all. If not now, when? But how was your week? You were with me. They weren't. Oh, bad. Incredibly busy. The reason why we had to skip last week's um was because i feel like we've just been going and going and going for like the past two weeks insanely busy the yes. past two weeks Lots all of around home projects um we've also decided to homeschool the kids instead of doing the distance learning yikes um and that just kind of happened very quickly that we decided yeah. to do that so we've kind of been um trying to figure everything out in a matter of days, I feel right. Like. So, on top of work being just yeah. insane, the busiest it's ever, excuse me, the busiest it's ever been for me during the day. Um, then coming home and trying to figure out how are we going to adjust some space here in the house to accommodate a decent learning area where they can, I don't know, I built a table. I built a shelving unit. Okay, but all of it was my vision. Sure, but I had to execute. And I helped too. I touched up some of the walls. I did. I moved a big armoire. Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah, moving Into a ton of furniture out of the way so we could put other things in the way for them and yeah, trying to make it look decent. Um, so and it it's... looks so friggin' sweet. Oh, definitely. This room that we have in the house has always been just... It feels, it felt like a junk room. All the random shit would just go in there and it looked bad, but it gets like really nice lighting. And uh, we've always tried to figure out what to do with that room and we've never known, but I think everything looks really good in there. I want to hang out in that room now before it was just kind of like the room is there and. Yeah. It was an add on to the house for what they used the house for before we moved in. And then it was just like space that you couldn't find a use for. Right. Which is, I guess, a good problem to have. Are we complaining about having too much space? We, uh, I'm not complaining about too much space. I was just complaining about like, we didn't know what to do with that. Right. Yeah. It was, um, it, we are complaining about too much space, but we're the, because we're the type of people that don't need a ton of space. We didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. And so it just sat there for years. Yeah, we would just put random things in there. And then we'd, we'd, we would try to switch everything around and nothing like looked right. Plus, me and you, we like kind of fell off the decorating bus. Oh, you for know? sure. We, we I don't care. We kind of like didn't... We were really into it and then we stopped caring. So it just was kind of like... I don't know. So with all that, we've been just burning the midnight oil. 
We really but have. for real, it's been like work three over three hours overtime, and then come home and then try to figure out how we can get everything ready before the school year starts, and then trying to pick out like curriculums and all that stuff. So that's I'm, the hardest I'm part. I'm the teacher now. Well, you yes. are too. But trying to pick out how, what the hell we're going to teach them, word, and making sure that it's you know correct and it's going to be helpful. But anyway, I, we've been so busy that I haven't even been in the mood to watch movies really and uh you know to take a drink if you're playing the how long will it take before he brings up movies and you have under five minutes because there it is but (laughs) yeah it's been like end of the day okay we'll just stop now and give him a bath put him to bed and then now what i don't know my brain is just so you've used all of your brain cells for everything else and you don't have enough energy to there's just no bandwidth left it's just all taken up by house projects so i can't think about anything else um let's see last week i don't know if i might bring this segment back the uh one last thing i might not even use the sound bite i'm tired but last week when we were talking about mindfulness and whatever okay and i was trying to describe (laughs) what i I don't understand what that conversation okay i know I, i know it's not mindfulness but i i'm mindful but i think the best way to describe it is that i'm hyper-conscious, so overstimulated, really. Like in a conversation, if mm-hmm. usually if you're in a conversation with three or four people, you really can only pay attention to what one person's saying at a time. And if a right. third person chimes in, you don't really catch it. Yeah, I catch I'm, it. I'm the third person that chimes in and nobody hears it. Well, I if, <laughs> I'm, ta- if I'm having a conversation with like four people, I have to keep track of what all four people are doing. Because you know people talk over each other. I know. We've been places before out and about in public and you are listening in on everybody's conversation i don't think because you're trying to but you're it's like um one of those people in movies where they're like they can hear what everyone is like saying you know and it just like it's so much it feels like so so much sensory on their head that they yeah so that's where i'm at where like i'm hyper conscious of everything that's happening like i'm picking up on everybody's cues Mm-hmm. Or even if they're not even really there, I think I'm picking up on cues. Maybe um, so I'm overanalyzing. I'm overstimulated at all times. Like uh, if most pe- places have music on in the background just to fill dead air, I can't not listen to the song. And I'll re- I'll make comments about the song. Or if the TV's on in the background, I'll add a tagline joke onto the end of the joke, and you'll be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" I'm like, "What he just said." Okay, I- I'm no. adding onto it, and you'll be like, "Why are you even listening to what's?" on the TV in the other room. And yeah. I'm just like, I well, can't turn it off. If I hear it, I'm hyper-focused on it. And that actually takes you out of the moment. So I guess I'm like hyper in the moment, but I'm focused on all just the... think you're just hyper. I'm focused on all the <laughs> wrong things. And boy, is it hot. It is disgusting. It's very disgusting. Well, the last week or so has been worse than normal. But before that, I was actually, for the first time since I was a kid not hating summer i was finally figuring out how to enjoy the summer without participating in surf culture which is something i hate more than the heat (laughs) but you know that's just my preference we live in california by the beach so there's a lot of that here yeah it's it's not that i i hate it it's just i don't do it it. so when you're surrounded by a thing (laughs) and it's kind of always like this is what you need to be doing because of where you live and it's like i don't want we just need to move already that's a whole other subject but i was learning to enjoy summer i was finally not wearing 
I wasn't finally not fully clothed all day. I mean, yeah, shoes, socks, the whole bit. You'd be wearing that like outside. Yes, because I just didn't want to relax. But yeah. anyway, I finally, now I can't get clothes on. Like, I take, <laughs> I, before I get home, this when I get true. home, yeah, I just, I take all my clothes off down to like shorts so mm-hmm. I can pretend like I was never gone. But now it's so hot to even try to be outside. We're stuck in the house, and I was just getting to enjoy summer. Well, no, you've been enjoying it since the quarantine. Yeah, this year. Yeah. But so. before that, it was like well, I would just hide in the corner. There's usually under the a AC. heat wave around this time, and then it stays warm for a while. And since we live where we live, it continues to stay warm. It doesn't really get much colder, yeah. unfortunately. But it's usually not terrible no. if you're dressed appropriately, which I finally am. I do like the shorts. Hey, verdict is in. The shorts stay. <laughs> they do. Very nice. Okay, so what do you have for Very this week? Very nice. Hit me with a topic. <laughs> um, well, I have a topic that's kind of more like heavy-ish, and then one that's not really. Hit me with the heavy and end it with the... The light? Sure, yes. Well, the heavy, I don't really have... <laughs> it's just talking about... um what trauma does to the brain and how it can create memory loss and all of, you know, all of that crazy shit. I saw that on a therapist page on Instagram and everything about it, I checked off like, yep, 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 yep. And not a lot of people know that when you experience trauma, that you can have memory loss and it's terrible. Now, I, um, you really must have because I've told you that multiple times in the past and you clearly don't remember. <laughs> I know it can, but I'm saying it for the yeah, people. Yeah, I know. I just, I remember when, remember when I was talking about, I think last week or the week before, maybe about when like being as a couple, you come to things at different times, you know? So like, I kind of like yes. started going down this learning and studying about trauma a few years back. But it, maybe it wasn't at the time where you, like, you were interested in starting to work on that yet. But, and now you are. But some, I mean, some um, couples, you know, some partners don't even experience trauma, so they won't ever. Right. It's just, I was just saying, it's another like example of how I think trying I, to stay on the same well, we've page. We've talked about that a long time ago. I'm talking about it now for yeah. the people. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, it's okay to not always be at the same place, you know, in your quote unquote journey well that is not what i'm talking about i know but now we're talking about trauma so go on you are traumatizing me right now put it put another one on the books okay so go on forget about this instantly go i don't you're absolutely right with that um for me i i don't think i had anything traumatic happen as a child really it was more so um I think the car accident we were in was traumatic for me. And then I think have, well, having Blake, <laughs> that sounds terrible. But because she had everything going on with the feet, I think, I don't know if that was trauma really. But when she got diagnosed, definitely. And then we had Olive at the same time, basically. And that just like really screwed me up. And now I am here. Well, all of that, and then as they got a little bit older, trying to figure out how are we going to... I think when they get older, new problems 
surface. So you're constantly in like fight or flight mode, just in a different way. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of fear for sure of of one, when you have the, in the very beginning, all Mm -hmm. the being afraid of like, this isn't, I can't look to anyone else for an example. And this isn't going to be easy to get help from people because it's not, it's like not a typical infant newborn situation. And as they got older, it it just compounded. It was like, and we don't have anybody who's had a a two-year-old with autism, so he can't really relate or give us insight or anything. And then when it was time to start doing the therapy and whatnot, then it was like terrifying of like, are we going to get her enough? Is it going to make a difference? Is she going to fall so far behind that she never recovers? I think for me, a lot of it had to do with the tantrums and like being out in public and not knowing how she was going to respond to things. I think that um, really amped me. And now she doesn't really have, gosh, she so rarely has like anything um, like she did before, like meltdown wise. That when she does, I can just like feel it building in my chest right. to, and I have to like go somewhere else or you've seen it. I mean, sure. I, I just feed off of that and I can just feel it like start. It's not fun. Yeah. We've so I think been... it was just super traumatic for me. And you and I always talk about how when Olive was a baby, we don't even really remember it because we were just so in the thick of everything going on with Blake. I think we've talked about this before too, but mm-hmm. um, I don't and remember. <laughs> I think it's, I, I kind of wish I had prepared more about this because I have so much information and okay, ideas well, about this I subject. I come up with the subject now and he kind of rolls with it because yeah, you it's said better. not to tell you because you it's get better. into your head and you... So maybe like next week I can bring more information because I have so much on this specifically, like what, why it happens and what, why your brain does this like defense mechanism. Okay. Next week we'll talk more about it in depth. Then. Hopefully if I can find that, I don't know. I'm, my stuff's so unorganized. Well, um, I have another thing that we can talk well, about. Well, I was going to say something else in regards to that. Like okay. it's, I don't know why it, it I forget. Yeah, your body, your you don't want to create memories of that time, you know, when that's happening. So you're trying to like safeguard yourself from it. But also the reason like trauma is, and it's such a word of the of the month thing now. Everybody says trauma a hundred times a day, so it kind of weakens it or cheapens it, which sucks. And it's not to say like there people aren't suffering from it, but you know, anytime something becomes um, zeitgeist, then it loses its, well, it loses some of its power, I guess. And then people stop taking you seriously when yeah. you mention it. Cause it's like, all right, enough already. Where did I, the specifics, I can't remember. I'm not going to say it right, but it's basically like when you have a, um, an experience, your mind, your memories are like stories that your mind creates you know so like you're it basically creates a a past tense story like a once upon a time Mm -hmm. this happened five years ago i went to that concert and it was fun and then a traumatic experience it does not scientifically it does it in your brain like nice big smart words i don't know i can't describe it i'd have to read the article (laughs) again it because of the way it 
like works in your mind, it doesn't allow your brain to create the story mm. of that memory as a past tense or like a mem. It doesn't allow you to create a memory of it. It keeps it keeps it in your mind as as like a, it just re- keeps replaying it as if it's you're still in the present tense with that. So that's why ten years later, a traumatic experience. It's not a memory of a bad thing that happened in your body. It identifies it as something that is currently happening right now to you that's why when people say get over it yeah it's like well how do i get over something that's happening to me right now i mean obviously i know Mm -hmm. in my mind that it's not happening that it was eight years ago but the chemistry in my body the you know the wires and all that they think it's happening right now because it has not been allowed to do this thing, whatever your brain does for a, a, a positive memory, uh, a memory, a yeah. positive thing mm-hmm. creates a memory. And it's like your memory is not exactly an exact recalling of an, of a experience experience. Yeah. It's kind of like the highlights. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so it can't do that. That's why people don't ever get over a traumatic experience because it's like being in a car, cra- car crash that's still happening. It'd be like telling someone, why don't you get over that as you're slamming into the back of a car? It's like, I, I'm, I'm happy. It's happening now. How, yeah. how do I get over it? I'll probably cut that out. No. <laughs> I'm kidding, but it was so stupid. I should have just prepared something. Let's see. Do, tra- do traumatic is- experience. Let me start over. Do um, traumatic experiences have effect on like future memories or. Because I, f- I feel like a lot of people, after they do experience something traumatic, they are kind of in um, a fight-or-flight mode. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's a- as intense as it sounds. It could be, you know, everyday anxiety or severe anxiety. I'm going to have to go back and do a lot of research on this because like, I have well, a thousand screenshots. Yes. Well, um dive deeper into that next week there is there's actually there's fight flight or freeze which is what i would do yeah i'm freeze um and there's a fourth one but god i wish i could remember anything see that's what i'm saying does do well i don't traumatic I think experience that's, affect your memory for i don't think continuing? across the board oh. i think that's just from being old and preoccupied You're with not old just having <laughs> so many other things to remember. Uh, yeah, I think... Like when you were a kid and you could n- remember all the lyrics to your favorite band. Right. But now it's like, I got other stuff to do. There's just no now more I hard drive. Now I have to remember all of the other crap the my hard drive has is to do. completely yeah. full. That's why you have to take screenshots of it now so you can remember anything. Because it's just... There's well, no more space left. Okay, so we'll... Sorry about that, guys. We'll maybe dive deeper into it next week. He told me not to tell him the things we were talking about to make it more like organic or whatnot. But uh, my bad. Hey, maybe we won't even bring it up next week. Maybe that's all we need. But we'll Uh, see. Well, I kind of want to know what those four things were that you were just speaking about. Well, I have to do a lot of homework. So we'll see if it's not too busy this week. I'll get on it. We're going to be finished with all the home stuff this week. So you'll get on it. Hmm, pressure's on. <laughs> I do have something else that we could talk about that is not really anything. And we did get a question as well from oh, right. longtime wanna... listener Jen. All right. Our number one fan. <laughs> Our 
OnlyFans. Do you want to read it? I, I need to refresh my memory on that. Um, well, before we get to that, I was just going to talk about goals. Um, what do you mean? Like Drake? Sure. <laughs> no, um, supporting each other, supporting your partner's goals. And when is it quote unquote too far? Is, is that such a thing? Or like, for instance, being in a band, um, that can be an interest and something that you support, but if they're still trying to, quote, make it, when does it start to get... Who are we talking about know. specifically? <laughs> Nobody. I, was, I just okay. thought of it. I think we were talking about something recently, and I was just like, oh, I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm, uh, I'm not the one to ask because I'm so like... Well, you guys, I tried. I tried to come up with ideas. No, I'm He's going, not giving me anything. I didn't say let's not talk about it. All I'm saying is I'll give you my take, but I don't think it's a healthy one because hmm. I'm so just ingrained with, you know, the way I was brought up to think about things like that. Mm -hmm. So I'll tell you what my core tells me, which I don't agree with. Just read that again. It's There's nothing to read, really. It's just... Um, when is it too far or is that such a thing as supporting your partner's goals? If, you know, let's say your partner has been trying to make it in a band and, uh, they aren't, <laughs> do you, yeah. are, of course you would still be supportive, but at what point does that get to be kind of like, okay, we need to move on from this and start doing other things i guess when it starts getting in the way of living life together or yeah you know doing stuff like that i guess i just answered my own fucking question my head my head based on what i've always been brought up being like kind of forced on me that i sh that the right way is would to be excuse me would be that <laughs> when you're an adult you're supposed to give up those things and it's pathetic to keep trying to do anything other than something that's pragmatic, like have a steady job mm -hmm. and time for dreams and all that stuff is over. But my heart says that I 100% disagree with that. And life for me has no exact meaning or purpose other than to try to just enjoy it while you're here. So right. if I guess it all depends on like, well, what situation are you in? Are you, yes. is it just you and your partner? Then go for it forever. Right. Until one person decide, one people of the, par of the, the party, party partner. involved decides like, Hey, like this lifestyle is not working for me. Mm -hmm. Maybe it becomes a hobby. My brain tells me you're not even supposed to have a hobby. You, you're pathetic. You need to just start working and then wait to die. Hmm. because you're not supposed to be trying to enjoy yourself. But I know that's wrong, and I don't even want to go down that path again, because I know I've talked about that a lot. That's all. It comes from, like, having no self-worth, and your life's not your own bullshit, you know? Right. So if you have two kids and a mortgage, I'm so conflicted. Part of me wants to say, it's time to quit the band. Well, yeah, it it's time to definitely not try to think of the band as a way to support your family. And even if it were successful, like unless you're in cold play, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. 
you know, because, but that's just my, I just can't get out of my own way with that kind of thinking to where I was always told, like, you're not supposed to try to pursue things you enjoy. You're supposed to be humble and not try to be self-serving and seeking your own pleasure or your own fulfillment, but trying to fulfill the, uh, you know, commands of whatever. I'm being stupid. Definitely, if okay. it can't be a priority, you know, it's got to be fun only. And if it doesn't, as long as it doesn't take away from anything else, if it's, but if it's just yeah. like you and your partner and they're and cool that could with be the road life, for then any, go for it. Anything, like if you are, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be banned. It, it could be um, anything. I guess it, it I guess I guess when it starts to get unhealthy is, I don't know. I don't know if I would. used to say that if you're, as a husband or father, if you're doing it right, you won't have any free time for anything else. But I've eased up on that because my kids are older now, so like they don't require as much constant supervision. Mm-hmm. But it, I would still find it impossible for me anyways to be able to get away to do anything else. Like anything I'm going to do, for self is going to happen within these four walls. Like <laughs> by the time you get to band practice or whatever it is you're interested in, it's like, to me, I would always feel like, Oh man, like I've been away for too long. Like this is going to cause problems. My kids are going to be wanting where I am. My wife's going to be wanting me to be home already. And then even if that weren't true, I wouldn't be able to focus on the thing I was there to do or even enjoy it. Cause I'd be feeling guilty for, putting that in front of my family, which I've never met anyone else who has that problem. And I've been in bands when <laughs> I had kids. And I don't kids. think it can, you know, it is necessarily a problem if it works for however their family dynamic Yes, but is. I just feel guilty about it. Like, I quit the bands I was in because of that reason. Oh, so we're the problem. I guess just my <laughs> my desire to want to put my family first is wow, my problem. And you. that I can't. I, it mainly the problem was, um, balance, finding a balance and thinking like it's okay to do something for myself. Uh, anything I did for myself, it just felt like, well, also the optics, it felt like everybody thinks I'm just trying to get out of my responsibilities. And because that's how I would see people my age who are playing in bands. I would go, I know you've got two kids at home. Like, what the hell are you doing? Go home. But... I don't think anybody thought that. No, and that's not necessarily... I guess in my mind, I've always been brought up to think that, like, once you get married and have kids, you're done. (laughs) It's selfish and wrong to go out and try to do anything else. And that's not right. And I don't agree with that. And even if that were right, I don't like it. I don't like that. But I can't break out of that myself even, like... Anytime I get passionate about something, I talk myself out of it, you know? Like, this is actually a great example of that, a great thing you brought up because I just recently, against my will, I, I got really into listening to some old music that I didn't listen to forever, and it was really making me, like, uh motivated and passionate to start writing music again and so I started trying to but 
as soon as I pick up the guitar and I close the door, I start feeling guilty or feeling like, okay, the clock's ticking. I've got like five minutes before this becomes a problem. So I got to do it really quick and then put it away and then try to like write the stuff in my head as I'm hanging around with the kids. And they don't care. They don't want me around really. Right. But I just can't get rid of the guilt. But I see most people don't have that problem because they were probably had a healthy set of boundaries and a, uh, a way to balance things. Mm-hmm. So like when I see people even like go surfing or like go do other stuff with friends, I'm like, what? You really got a thing for surfing, That's just you? another example. When I see people my age with in my same situation, like out doing stuff, like even out on a camping trip for the weekend, I'm like, ooh, I would never be able to go on a camping trip for the weekend with my friends. I think it's more, is it like envious too? No. I think part of it? A little sprinkle of it? Um, that they can and that I can't? Sure. No. He's lying. I would not be envious of that. I might see somebody successful at something and be envious. Like, oh, they get to do that for a living? I don't. But that's it. When I see... It's a gut instinct that I don't, I don't like and I don't agree with. You know, I'm not proud of it. Mm-hmm. When I see people, guys my own age having fun or like doing anything other than taking care of their family, I think, uh, selfish or like avoiding responsibility, but that's not right. That was just the way I was told it's supposed to be. So I probably, and that's not right. You know what I am envious of is their ability to not feel guilty about living their life, but I will always feel like I was in a band when I had kids and it was a two-hour practice. Mm, were you? Yeah. Um, I don't think. Maybe because I remember it was towards the you were kind okay, of so on I didn't the outskirts. Even ha- I don't even know if I know you were when I was pregnant. Okay, there. Like, so I didn't even have kids yet. You didn't and even I was, have her yet. And I was. It was a one practice a week, two-hour practice, but it took thirty minutes to get there. And you hung out for 30 minutes afterwards. So you're gone for like three and a half hours, you know. And I always felt guilty the whole time. And I was always felt like I got to show up at the last possible second and leave as quick as possible. And everybody there was always like, oh, you're leaving? Or, or even when we played a show, it was like, are we playing first? Okay, as soon as we're done playing, I load up my gear and I go home. And it was, you can't, that's not, you can't be in a band that way. Uh, I never made you do that either. I was always like. I always felt that you were not happy that I was doing it. I was there at every show with you. If you were there, you I were got, fine with it. But if uh, you weren't I was there, f- then it always seemed like. No, I was when fine. Home? I, there were very few times where I wasn't there. I was usually always there. And I was by myself every time. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. And I never complained. And I was always there. I usually. Yeah, for the most part, I was always there. And the only times when I really wasn't there, I was already doing something else with my friends. Or by that point, I was pregnant with Blake, and I was kind of like weirded out. I didn't want the sound to be too loud. I know that sounds stupid, but Mm. I've heard that before. Plus, I was just tired, and I didn't want to be like standing for hours. Different remembrances of (laughs) an era. Well... (laughs) We'll talk about I was going to say, later. I think you wouldn't have cared if you had other things to do. But at the time, it was just you and I. 
And then all of a sudden I'm going off to do something else that you're not doing. And well, it probably... I hang out at your family's house a lot. So well, Jesus, you won the lottery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, because I can, uh, I could, uh, but, 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 but I could sim- empathize with how you were feeling. Cause I, I know I could, Look, would probably I, I had felt. to stand at many shows for years by myself. Yeah, it's so, the worst. So are you trying to tell me that I had an attitude about you going? No, I just... That's not true. What I'm saying is... I was is... totally supportive about it. I even tried to sign you up to go on Ellen once because I wanted your stuff to be seen so badly. That sounds hilarious, but you didn't get picked. So. Well, she would have treated me like shit. I know. So. Wait, what? <laughs> what stuff? The Ellen thing? Yeah. Oh my God, this was a thousand years ago, but it was like, enter in somebody that you know who's talented or something. I oh. guess they didn't think you were. No, I, I didn't make... <laughs> I, didn't, I thought you were. <laughs> I wasn't doing that kind of stuff anyways. I, it didn't matter. I, was, I still did it. Well, I appreciate that. Sure. No, what I'm saying is it was just you and I... Um, and this was like after we had broken off from our friend group. So if you're probably, that was your call. He's making it look like this is all me. What I'm realizing, what I'm realizing right now is that you're (laughs) thinking of the like church time and I'm thinking of, no, I'm not. I'm thinking of the other time after that. Well, after that, it was just you and I, we didn't have any friends. Well, no, but I still was close with your family and I hung out with. With all them all the time, so. Well, I felt like shit. That's all I'm saying. Oh, well. And I felt like you were not, like, not like mad that I was. Better watch it. Not mad that I was doing it. Like, this is stupid that he does this. But may I, I felt that you were probably feeling a little uneasy. Like, he's out with other people now doing something else. And I'm still. You know, and like, is he, would he rather be doing that than be here with me or something? I never felt that way. I was probably like, God, it was, there was so few times where I didn't go to a show. I, I, it's the, the only reason why I wouldn't have gone is because I was pregnant with Blake or you were playing like really late and maybe I didn't want to go. Well, that makes two of us Um, tired. Like the time I kicked the hole in the wall that we talked about last time. Or was that a practice? No, you were playing a no, show. No, yeah. Well, and, anyway. You know, it. I never um, thought like, oh, why is he out and I'm not? I didn't feel like that. Uh, to my knowledge, maybe it came off different, but... Um, uh, no, well, I always wanted you to do what you wanted, and I want you, wanted you to be successful in whatever you wanted to it, do. I'm just... I I'm, just felt like... Um, like I said, it's all like self-imposed, but like nobody thinks I should be doing this and it's stupid and it's selfish. And, um, and I knew that in order to be successful at it, it would require a lot of time apart. And I thought I didn't want to have that time apart. And I, but we did have that because you were in, you were in bands for years. I know. and And it was like minimum, minimal time apart. This was like bands that would play once every couple months and practice once a week. But okay, still, but when you were in your church band, you were practicing a couple nights a week, and then you were playing for yeah, the church. Yeah, but that was just being like up the road at a practice space. 
I'm talking about like being no, in the band on the road or like, and then when you go to a show, you're, you're supposed to like be there the whole night. I would just play and leave. Oh, well. You know, because I knew or I felt like if I didn't do that, it would be a problem to like spend all night out leaving my wife sitting at home. Well, I think usually for those types of things, don't the wives usually go? I guess. Depending if they on, I guess, where it is. bored and... of it. But uh, back to your point about like, is it how what are far we is, talking about yeah what you said is how far is too far like when they're trying to pursue I guess it it just depends on the dynamic and the relationship and 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 all of that so that's a stupid question and i I'm think sorry. i was trying to say something that i didn't say or i didn't finish but like for example right now i can't shake this like desire to start writing music again but i'm constantly battling in my head like this is dumb and selfish and you're too old for this and nothing will come from this. I mean, especially now, like, hello, live music is basically dead for the foreseeable future. Until further notice. Get a YouTube page. There will be no more concerts. And I don't like to, I don't collaborate with people well. I don't, you know, so like, this can't be turned into a band because like, I don't even know one other person to play music with. So. Liar. It, as I'm doing it, I'm going, this is a waste of time. I won't do that. I won't. And then, so it's like. I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with that. But supporting your your partner with their goals, how far is too far? It just depends on the situation. If it well, starts okay, eating like, up money and it putting you like out of a home, and it's like, but this is really going to take off. I look, hope you've supported me on all my, you know, ideas. I've had, I have the business that I have now, but it was other things at at one point. That didn't require any sacrifice on my part. No, well, I mean, I would be in a room locked away. Like, sometimes I feel guilty now, too. That doesn't like, bother me at all, though. Well, with the kids and everything. I don't ever think about that. I'm just telling you how I feel. No, I know. But if you th- <laughs> you're feeling that, I'm like, why is she still no, no, working? It's ju- you that, could work like, all you the time. Like you were just it saying about yourself, it's self-imposed. I, yeah. I just feel the same way sometimes if it's super busy. Like, today I had to package over a hundred different things and i was in there for a couple hours and that sucked <laughs> it doesn't ever cross my mind honestly oh, okay, good. the stuff that you've done it didn't require any sacrifice on my part i mean i had to pose for a couple photos that i didn't enjoy you've been doing that for a thousand years but, but that's nothing like you weren't it's nothing i mean it does require money it did in the beginning well if you were bleeding us dry and not making <laughs> any money and it was like really bad the stuff you were trying to make and i was like that ain't gonna work it's never been like that so if mm. it was and it's like okay the per this person's never home now and they're kind of like living another life almost trying to get this thing off the ground but it's clear that that thing is not going to be profitable or fruitful and then now they're spending all the money to try to get it off and now they are never home never helping out yeah that's a problem that's a big problem. That question was really stupid. I'm sorry. Well, I think it's. You didn't I think, think it anything. happens a lot. Somebody gets really passionate about something and they want to take this big risk, and they have to, you have to ask your family like, "Is are you on board with me taking this risk? Because I want to like elevate us to the next place in life. I don't know, but I guess if you got nothing to lose, it's fine. But if you do have, if you're comfortable and you're just and then that gets into like, well, how much do you need? 
Yeah. If you're like, this is a big risk, but it could pay off and set us up for life. Or you I don't take risks. Some so. people just don't necessarily want to make a living doing whatever it is that they're doing too, like with the band stuff or whatever. I think the they... band really is kind of like a unique example then. I think it, it is well, specific to music because that's one thing that like requires fine. a ton um, of time. And playing no... cards, playing chess, playing My biggest question ball. is who are we talking about? No, no, literally nobody. For me, like I don't do, you know me, I'm obsessed with wanting to create and uh-huh. how long have I been saying been sitting on music that i'll never record and never release billion years and why it doesn't feel right yeah it feels like that's selfish and it's bad prioritizing and and you you say you don't know how what do i I I know know how i i need all i need all my time to be dedicated to that in order to get it done yeah but you have music that you could send out somewhere probably no, not recorded. Yes. <laughs> on my voice memo on my phone is not recorded. Well, somebody, Ellen might want it, so. Well, I don't know. If, I think we've tapped this well. What else you got? Hey, why don't you come up with an idea and then I can shit on it. I didn't shit on it. I talked way too much about it. You tried well, to end it two minutes ago. Why don't we um, read the question from our longtime listener, Jen? Great idea. You want me to read it? Yeah. Okay, well, we she sends some pleasantries, which are far too kind. And then she says, the question I have for you guys is, have you, your in-laws ever overstepped their role or boundaries with your kids? Hold up. We might need to... <laughs> I don't know if we can answer this question. I'm answering it to the fullest. All right, let me start over. And forgive my annoying laugh and voice and overall demeanor. Oh, I would just like to apologize first. Um, I didn't realize how shrill I am. Don't say voice. anything. Okay. Uh, no comment, I guess. <laughs> okay, let me read that again. And th- here we go. The question I have for you guys is, have your in-laws ever overstepped their role or boundaries with your kids? If so, how'd you handle it? Jen. Thanks, Jen. Love ya. Bold. All right. Um, where are we start here? Well, um, if you are an in-law of mine or Justin's, turn off this recording. No, just kidding. Overstepping bounds with kids. That can happen, and it does happen. I um, don't think it's happened with your parents. I think because... Your parents, um, early on, gave us a lot of space. We didn't necessarily even ask for it, but I think maybe um, just by them knowing how we are and how we do things, they they naturally just kind of backed off, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. Well, we've you? always... They've always been at a distance with us anyway. They've only, I don't think they've ever babysat for us. One um, time, maybe. Your mom babysat one time. Blake was an when infant. When I asked. I think she was like six months old or something. Um, a six-month-old infant. Because I wanted to see um, Hunger Games. 
And I went with your sisters. And she did watch... Wait, like, where the hell was I? You were doing... I think you were at... Who the fuck knows? You weren't there. I don't know. This is weird. I know. I went to the movies with your sisters. And it was Hunger Games because I remember because our friend got us tickets to the show. And it was like in L.A., Okay. Hunger Games, Hunger Games. Not Mockingjay, not Catching Fire 1 and 2. Uh, oh, fuck. You know oh, what? Oh, wait. Is Mockingjay 1 and no, 2? No, it wasn't Hunger Games. Although, we did go to that. Jealous. No, no. It had to have been. Jealous. No, no, no. Okay, the LA one that I'm thinking about was a Twilight Breaking whatever Dawn part, part two. 2. Yes. The Hunger Games one is when your mom babysat. Yes. Thank you. Got it. And she was about, she was like three to six months old. But she did watch her another time before that when she was an infant, a week old, when I went back to the hospital because I thought I was dying, but it was anxiety. Fast forward. Still there. (laughs) Still there. So those are the only times. Yeah, but. And look. Um, You've always been like closer with your parents and I've been with mine. And of course, you're going to ask your parents before you ask my parents. I don't ask my parents for things like that. So if I wasn't going to be asking them. But I didn't ask. My parents did not start babysitting. I'm saying when they did, though. Right. But your parents were gone by then. Yeah, but we wouldn't have done it anyways because I wouldn't have asked them to. That's true. You know, so... uh, I'm sure there would have been a lot of that overstepping of boundaries. Um, you know damn well. <laughs> okay, but I, the only reason why I'm going to probably disagree is because I know how they are with you, like to give you your space. I don't think, or maybe they know how I am too, that I don't think they would overstep bounds in that way with us. Okay, well, being afraid to piss us off is not the same as... I don't think that's, well, that's the case. A, well, I think, then they're not overstepping their bounds. Okay, but I don't think that's the case. I just think that the opportunity was never there. I just think that we're not close enough for that to happen. If we were there all the time and we were like involved in each other's lives like that, it would have been daily. Oh, come on. About anything we asked, you know? Oh, don't let him eat this or they got to do this at this time and... Well, I'm Make sure, sure they don't do this. Oh, pff, I'm sure on. it was like that already because we were very overly protective with Blake. And when she was really young, like we've talked about in the past on here, she was different than the typical kid early on. Um, we'd have to hover over her, make sure she wasn't eating this and that, putting shit in her mouth. Uh, so, you know, we didn't want anybody to babysit her because we weren't um, sure that they would watch her like we would. Yeah. And I think that that was a huge issue. We definitely were always afraid that if we left her with someone, they would treat her like a typical child, which you can kind of like just let roam. And people thought we were overprotective of her for sure, but it wasn't, it wasn't because we were overprotective. It was like, this is how it has to be with her because if you, it's not, she just wasn't like a typical kid. You had to be watching her 24-7. And none of our... My brother and your siblings has not babysitted, like, at all. Babysat? No. Actually, your sister did <laughs> um, for a little bi- bile. 
Whoa, no. Just a little bile on top. <laughs> it was just a little bile. And that was it. Um, she did for a little while when Blake was um, probably like five or six months old when I was supposed to get my wisdom teeth out. And you were supposed to. I don't remember this. Yes, you were supposed to pick me up or you were going to wait for me there because they had to have a driver because I was going to get put under. And she was going to, she watched Blake and I chickened out. Remember, and we had to go back and get Blake. Because at this point, she had already been watching her for a, wh- a little while. Oh, that's right. And then right. we went back, and I did the procedure, and you were just wheeling her around in the stroller. Yeah, I just walked hour. around the parking lot for an hour or so. I didn't know. I don't. I didn't remember that my sister was watching her. Anyway, yeah. you guys don't know who my sister is, so why are you still listening? Riveting. Right. Um, but uh, the, for give the some in-laws, examples. F- for you... Examples of what? Well, I, I think the, the things where they had overstepped were things that upset you more than they upset me. I don't think any... I don't know about overstepping. It's been nef- never been anything serious. It's been like, no, we don't let them eat this cookie. But you have it. And have you ever tried to tell Blake no? <laughs> so well, yeah, at now, the time but... it was upsetting because you thought... Well, that's not really... Yeah, yeah, that's just parents. nothing. No, I'm talking about with your parents. It'd be like, we, we oh, don't... Oh, with my parents? Yeah, you we didn't don't... say that. We were oh, talking I'm sorry. about my parents. Now. Yeah, so because you said, what about with your in-laws, which would be your... Well, I didn't think you heard me. Sorry. Okay, so the things that really uh, got you upset didn't get me that upset. I mean, I knew we were trying to keep her off of gluten and things, but... And I, I would have liked to stick to that, but when you're babysitting... It's hard. It's hard yeah. because like you're not the parents and you're just trying to like keep them entertained and happy uh-huh. for three hours. And if all they're doing is crying for this thing, what else are you going to do but give them the cookies? Like I totally get it now. But I think at the time we were more strict about the food stuff because we didn't yes. know exactly. Look, the only thing that makes me angry for overstepping bounds, and it's not even with my in-laws, it's with my own parents. Um, If I say don't do this and then they do that well that's what the don't, definition don't get of it. them any more toys here are five more things well i said we don't want any more of this why'd you get it and the kids see it now so it's like they're crying for it so now they like have to get it sure so it's just that that is really the only thing that bugs me but imagine your but if that were my in-law oh yeah doing that um I would just make you do it when you say, hey, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I'm, what I'm saying is imagine you're a grandparent and you don't see your grandkids every day and you want to shower them with gifts and love. And then, you know, I'm, it's hard to not do that. It's hard to not do that, but it's it's something that you need to do if your child, your kid is asking you, hey, please respect what we're trying to do here with this with our kid like mm-hmm. you know we're trying to teach them they can't have a present every time they see you and they literally live five minutes away so it's not like they live hours and hours away and every time they come down every few months they right get a toy that's yeah di- that's you know well it's just about balance again then it's about balance well the, the problem with it only is because the kids think that they Everywhere they go, they deserve a gift. Yes. The kids and not, are And it's not insane. because of that, but like they already think that. Yeah. So we're trying to get them out of that idea. And every kid does that. Yeah, no. If you give the kids an inch, they'll take a foot. 
that's not the saying. It's at least a mile, isn't it? <laughs> Whatever, you get what I'm saying. All right. Um, Sorry for this shit episode. Yeah. Well, you you are mad because I didn't tell you what we were talking about, but you didn't want me to tell you ever again. So well, this is all on you. If anyone, okay. I take full <laughs> blame responsibility. Him. Yep. Blame are you me. looking forward to anything this coming week? I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, hopefully, a temperature drop. Um, that. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you too. Me? Okay. First, what? yes. What am I looking forward to this week? Hopefully. Finding a way to maybe record some music, but that's not going to happen. Plus, it's too selfish of me, so never mind. Uh, maybe get back on track with my movie watching because I've missed out on some. I'm so glad you brought that up right now. Why? Because I'm just going to let everybody know. If they're ever around you, never to watch a movie with you. If you have seen it before, they have. Okay. It's It's hell. Well, that goes with so anybody. Anybody no. who's already seen the movies. No, like that. we were talking about this the other night, and I don't do that. Here's what he does: he makes a comment about every little thing, and um, it's just a nightmare. Can nope. you give an example? I can give you five seconds to take that back. <laughs> no. Oh my God! It's what were I would we, make those comments. Watching? Regardless, because I enjoy watching movies. You, you wouldn't, wouldn't do that because comments. the way you watch movies is no. just kind of let it wash over you and don't Fuck really that remember is not, what it is. I don't let it wash over me. I'm letting it soak into me deeply. And I got you next to me who won't stop yapping. So I'm just like, dude, come on. You've oh, seen okay. this. Let me experience this as well. I guess I guess I do that to you because you I feel like you're, you don't. You're going to... No, I, I desperately don't. want you to like the movie, but I know you don't pay it. You only like half pay attention. If I like so I, it, I f- if I like it, I full pay attention. Okay. If you full pay attention, you will like it. I do all of those things. I don't need you to go like, oh, this is great. Here it is. Or, I don't uh, do that at all. Okay. Well, I might. I'm trying to remember what you do, and I know it's terrible. If he, if something significant <laughs> happens, I might say something after it happens, like. Whew, heavy shit. No, you and you're have like, stop. <laughs> yeah, you have said stuff in the past where it's like, look at this guy, look at what he's gonna do, or something like. Yeah, so, it's so good. I am looking at him though. But I'm not giving anything away. I guess it's just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry. why don't I just go? <laughs> go ahead and go die. Yes. Okay. Um. What no, am I looking I'm forward kidding. to this You're week? You're the best. Uh, I think I had an answer, but now I don't. Yeah, you there's s- a couple of movies coming out. I don't. I can't remember anything. What about you? Not a damn thing. Well, okay. What are some things you've been? I'm ready for the room to be done and ready okay. for school to scar to school to. Sc- <laughs> Let's get this stool scarred. We really need it. <laughs> Actually, why don't we just do the curriculum with them? We couldn't couldn't hurt, couldn't hurt to take another run at it. <laughs> we did not do great the first time around. No, 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 no. So, is there anything you've been really excited about or interested I'm in the last week or so? Said. No, that's coming up. What about the last two weeks? Have you been really inter- into a song, a movie, a vibe, uh, a song, some music? Wow. You want to sh- um, enlighten your friends here? Tell them if you've stumbled upon something cool you want to share well friends um never heard of it 
<laughs> I okay I'm really into making slow motion videos with music behind them but that's it takes us forever no it doesn't what do you We're mean just us? going so slow fuck off I make a slow motion video we have a what is it called like a steady cam it's called a gimbal a but yes okay, it's a we steady have one cam. of those that's what I use and I just like shoot all of running <laughs> that sounds terrible <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and um, then I got my video and I put a little music behind it and then I think it's pretty good. And I spend way too much time on those, but they relax me and they calm me down. So it's cool. Bada bing, bada boom. And not last week, but the week before I did get a little bit of progress on a writing project. Just more details on mm -hmm. a few things. But I mean, that's still going nowhere fast. Uh, Stop doing that. But I was happy to do that, even though I've lost all interest in it this week and the week prior. I, and I keep telling you it's because we're so busy. No, We've it's been because like it's because coming. what I was complaining about before, I really got into this other band, well, and now I'm only thinking about music lately, well, which is shit. making me not want to be in focusing on the other thing, which is driving me crazy because I'm terrified of losing my interests if you I let. You can't win with this guy. No, you cannot. I'm afraid of losing my interest if I let new things in. God but anyways, damn. I started listening to this band called Jesus Peace. And now it's like, oh, man, I love playing heavy music. Um, Play a little bit of it. There it is. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, I'm not saying they're great or anything, but it's one of the few newer heavy bands that I can, like, get behind because... I don't know, most of it just bores me or I just don't feel anything with it. And this I like, it, and it's cool. It's not, like, memorable or anything, but I I like it. And Hey, if you like it, I like it. And it's But it's making me want to write music and play music like that again, although worst timing because pandemic, hello, there's no, there's no shows mm. coming for at least a year, I think. And even really? then, like, who wants to see a 36, 37-year-old? dude playing hardcore music not me i do and recording it and putting it out by myself is not doesn't scratch the itch but anyway i'm diluting myself to thinking that i'm 19 again and i'm whatever and you know what i would like to say um i don't know if you guys remember but my knee is fucked up it still is i'm gonna be starting physical therapy but i'm hoping and i know that everybody is it seems like everyone is doing this now, but I've wanted to start doing this for a really long time. Roller skating. That's it. Should should be um pretty cool. It's gonna be all right. Roller skating? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I wasn't really a big roller skater when I was a kid. I was more of a blader. I was on my blades. Aggressive. Oh yeah, very much. Aggressive inline. Grinding and stuff? No. Uh-uh. No okay. way. Just regular. Yeah. You know what else is not happening anymore? Roller rinks. We live near one. Oh, yeah. It smells like sweat and um, formaldehyde. Uh, that's not true that they're not happening. They're not happening here. It's like California. All the other states are, are still doing their thing. Well, Orange County is the most still doing their thing place in the world right now. So, But a lot of I'm that sure crap is not open. Okay, well... 
I follow a lot of roller skating people, ones. and they are in the rinks. Oh, good for them. And they're on the streets. And, and good for all us. Over. Because we made it an hour somehow. This was the worst conversation I've ever yeah, had. Yeah, so life. sorry to everyone involved. Um, wish we could pay you back somehow, get you this hour back. We'll do our best next time to come with something a little if bit more. If you made it this far, have a car. Leave a comment. <laughs> have a car on us. <laughs> Or something like that. You know what leave would a help? comment, leave a DM. What? Yes, DM. Do as Jen would do, WWJD, and send us <laughs> questions or topics you'd want us to talk about. We have a decent amount of listeners. We just don't have the feedback. Guys, do the work for us, please. <laughs> do it. Come on. That's it. We will catch you on the flip-flop. And I'm trying to think. Ding-dong off the tip-top. This is what she lives with. <sighs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Wild heart.